Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for our Quest online experience. We're so grateful that you decided to tune in tonight. I'm honored and I'm thankful to our pastor. Come on, we have the best pastor in the world. Pastor Rick Hawkins has been prophesying over us in this season, and we're so thankful for his wisdom and his guidance. Hey, I want to encourage you, go back this past Sunday and look at our archives on YouTube or Facebook, and go back and listen to his message titled, A Time of Reformation. I promise you, if you missed that message, you need to go back and watch it because it will give you great insight for what's next in the coming season. I'm honored and I'm thankful to our pastor for allowing me to preach tonight to our incredible church. We have an incredible international viewership, guys. Come on, Q Nation is on fire. This is incredible. Not only is Q Nation faithful with their viewership, but they're faithful with their giving and their financial support to this ministry. And not only that, you guys are the most connected and incredible people I've ever had the opportunity to meet. So if you're a part of Q Nation, I just want to say, on behalf of Quest staff, we love you. We're thankful for you. Thank you for your support and your prayers and your authenticity and your connection. You guys are amazing. You are the reason why we do what we do. And we're thankful for our local church as well here in Norman, Oklahoma. We love all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I'm grateful to be here. I also want to remind you, if you have not signed up and to be a part of Q Nation, you can click the link below in the comments section. It'll take you to a form, a very short form where you can fill that out, and you can join Q Nation. This is Quest Online membership base. If you do that form, we're going to actually reach out to you soon and get connected with you. We can't wait to meet you. We'll see you on the other side there. And tonight, I just want to talk to you. I'm not going to preach big, I'm not going to prophesy, I'm not going to bring any you know, fire or brimstone, nothing like that. I'm just going to talk from a scripture tonight, and really I'm going to reiterate some things that Pastor Rick mentioned on Sunday. Again, I encourage you to go back and listen to his message titled, A Time of Reformation. My talk tonight is titled, Don't Lose the Message. If you're taking notes, I want you to write that down. My title is, Don't Lose the Message. If you will, go with me right now to Judges chapter 2. And, and while you're headed there, I want to touch on some things that Pastor Rick talked about on Sunday. I just want to touch on those things before we get into the actual scripture of tonight's word. One of the things Pastor Rick talked about was entropy. Talked about the word entropy. He said entropy is the gradual loss of important information in a transmitted message over time. Let me say that again. He said entropy is the gradual loss or decline of important information in a transmitted message over time. He taught us that entropy ultimately leads to chaos. When you lose important pieces of information, you go from being informed to being deformed. This is important before we get into the scripture. I also want to touch on, he also talked about a transgenerational leader. He said a transgenerational leader is a leader who transmits a message from the past generation to the next generation. A transgenerational leader is a leader who acts as a bridge 
between two generations. And I want you to keep those things in mind as we go through and read uh, some verses in Judges chapter 2. If you will, if you're there right now, go ahead and read with me. We're going to start in verse 7, and we're going to read 7, 8, 9, 10, and then we're going to skip down to verse 16. Starting in verse 7. The people served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him and who had seen all the great things the Lord had done for Israel. Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. And they buried him in the land of his inheritance in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. After that whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors, another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. Now we're going to stop right there because what happens is on one hand you see one generation who has seen the works of the Lord. He saw that they saw God deliver them out of the wilderness. They saw God bring them over the Jordan. They saw God march them around Jericho. They saw God do many miraculous things for them. And they served God, this generation. But then there's another generation that rose up after this generation. And it says that they didn't know God or what God had done for their people in the past. And what happens is this generation is led into a life of sin, deception, idolatry, and all sorts of evil things. It says that they did evil in the eyes of the Lord. This is what entropy does to a generation. What you see here is between verses 7 and verse 10, you see a gradual decline of important information in a transmitted message over the course of generations. Something got lost here. See, there was a generation that knew God well, but the generation after them had no idea. How does that happen? And again, this is entropy. And I'm going to remind you of my sermon title tonight, if you forgot it. My sermon title is, Don't Lose the Message. Don't lose the message. All it takes is one generation's silence for a message to get lost forever. You ought to write that down. That's a powerful point. All it takes is one generation's silence for a message to get lost forever. Here in Judges chapter 2, we see one generation that serves the Lord and lives in prosperity, but the generation after them didn't know the Lord or what he had done for their people, so they were deceived into idolatry, sin, and distress. If a generation refuses to transmit a message to the next generation, here's what happens. What was hope to one generation becomes a hoax to the next generation. What one generation knew, the next will question and the third will discredit. This is entropy, the gradual loss of important information and a transmitted message over time. Entropy causes chaos. 
And this is exactly where the Israelites are. They've fallen into confusion and idolatry and sin. But take a look at verse 16 in Judges chapter 2. It says, Then the Lord raised up judges. We're going to stop right there because that was the solution to the problem. See, the problem was entropy. Information got lost from one generation to the next. A generation rose up and knew nothing about God and it led them into chaos. So what did God do? He raised up people who would transmit the message clearly. This is the solution. We need people to rise up now more than ever and to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, both with your lips and with your life. Let me, let me ask you something. If you don't stand up and make sure this gospel gets transmitted clearly to the next generation, then who will? If not you, then who? And if not now, then when? All it takes is one generation silence for a message to get lost forever. This is important to recognize. And here's the thing, if you think you're not worthy to transmit the message of Jesus Christ because maybe you have some issues, let me help you. All throughout the Bible, it tells stories about people that God used who had plenty of issues, but he used them to carry a message to the next generation. He called Moses, who had a stuttering problem and a bad reputation, to free the Hebrews from slavery. Well, let's take a look at Gideon. Gideon was a coward, but God called him to lead God's people into battle. He called Esther, who was often prejudged and, and objectified by her outer appearance, but he called her to prevent God's people from being slaughtered. Or he called Rahab, who was a prostitute, to sneak spies into the city so they could deliver a report back to God's people. He called David, who was just a shepherd boy, to slay giants. He called Peter, who we all know was violent and unpredictable, but God called him to be the rock of the church of Jesus Christ. Or how about Paul? He calls Paul, who murdered Christians, he calls him to preach the gospel and to convert Christians. So if you think you've got issues, just read the Bible. You'll find out that that never stopped God from using anybody. You might say, well, why is that? Why, why does God not care about people's issues? Here's why. Because when it comes to you and I, the message is more important than the messenger. See, we all want to be important messengers. We all want to be renowned messengers. We all want to be remembered in history. We all want a big viewership. But can I tell you, the message is far more important than the messenger. This is why God can use you. So what is this message? This is the message. That while we were yet sinners... Christ died for us. 
that we were once lost, but now we are found. That we were once blind, but now we see. That though sin entered the world through Adam's disobedience, so salvation entered the world through Christ's obedience. That though the wages of sin is death, Christ, who was God in the flesh, came and took our sin upon himself and died in our place so that we could live in his place. That though sin had left a crimson stain upon our souls, the blood of Jesus Christ washes us white as snow. This is the message, that though our sin made us unrecognizable to the Father, Christ took our image upon himself and became unrecognizable to the Father by the bruising of the crucifixion so that we could once again be made recognizable to the Father. The message is that though mankind fell into deception and believed lies, Christ entered the world to bring light and truth to all mankind. Don't lose this message Go to John 3.16. This is the message. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You know what life's biggest problem is? Life's biggest problem is that one day it ends. Life's biggest problem is death. And death is such a great problem that for thousands and thousands of years, humans have been obsessed with avoiding it. We've been obsessed with living forever. The Egyptians, for example, tried to escape death and live forever by mummification. The Vikings believed that the only way to live forever was to die in battle, killing other people. Nearly every ancient civilization in history had a way that they believed or hoped would give them eternal life. But these were only remedies to a disease that could not be cured without a price being paid. The question is, why Is eternal life such an obsession for us? Because it was God's original intention for us. Everlasting life was woven into the fabric of our souls because it was God's original intention. But man sinned against God. And the consequence of sin is death So for thousands and thousands of years, the fear of death has been hanging over our heads. And our greatest fear was caused by sin. But the message is that God came as a man into the world and took the consequence of sin for us and died in our place He did this to solve life's biggest problem. He did this to pay our biggest debt. He did this to give us eternal life. The message we have is that because of Christ, we never have to experience the sting 
of death. Don't lose the message. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your message. God, I thank you that the message is more important than the messengers. Lord, I thank you that right now you are eliminating doubt out of every viewer's mind that they're not worthy to carry the message. Father, I believe right now that you are raising up preachers. You're raising up teachers, apostles and evangelists and prophets. Father, you're raising up individuals in the body of Christ to carry the message of Jesus Christ. You are raising up individuals to transmit a message from one generation to the next generation. You are raising up individuals to build a bridge from the past to the future. God, I thank you that you are raising us up to preach. Father, I ask you right now that you would not allow the message to get lost, that you would not allow the message to get confused but that you would bury the message deep into our hearts. That not only would the message be released from our lips, but also from our life. And Father, right now, if there's anyone viewing who has not accepted the message of Jesus Christ and they've not accepted the grace that you have for them, Father, I ask that right now you would prepare their hearts to pray this message with me. And if you're watching right now, I'd like to invite you to repeat this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for your son. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you can wash away all my sins. God, I know I've sinned. I know I've made mistakes, and I know my past doesn't look great. But Lord, I'm asking you, come into my heart, renew my mind, give me a new heart, change my life from the inside out. Father, I believe that you can take all old things and make them new again. I surrender my life to you now, and I ask you to lead me into the way of eternal life. I thank you in Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, welcome to the family of God. You just made the best decision of your life. Now you have the message. Now let that message be released from your lips and from your life. Don't get the message confused. Get under a pastor, read your Bible, seek the Lord in prayer, and I promise you God has big plans for your life. And I wanna encourage you, if you haven't joined Q Nation, this is a great first step 
in beginning a life of discipleship under Jesus. And what you can do right now is you can click the link in the comment section below and you can fill out the form. When you fill out the form, you are now a member of Q Nation. And when you do that, we're going to reach out to you very soon and get connected with you and find out how we can help you. We cannot wait to meet you and help you along your quest. Thank you so much for watching. Success to you and success to the kingdom of God.